What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to Chair Shot Radio. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between, welcome to another edition of Chair Shot Radio Thursday afternoon with your boy Rance, aka Ray Cash. The Power Father Mags. We are the Midweek Mainstay. This is Head Trauma. This is all the other superlatives. Uh, Mags, kablam to you. Kablam, sir. Kablam. How are you? I am. I, I'm good, but uh, I'm I'm not with the pleasantries today because I'm a little heated. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not the, heated. Annoyed. The day ends in a while, so that's that's standard procedure. Oh, I'm you, not that guy. You you wake up with with a grab. Oh, am I that guy? Is that <laughs> no. me? No, you are not that guy. <laughs> what to say? You, are you are you holding the mirror up in front of my face and telling me something <laughs> I don't know? No, um, you are you are the kind of guy that if you have a legitimate issue, you have no problems in airing it. But it's always a legitimate issue, so. If you've got a grab, you there is a reason behind that grab. Well, I appreciate you saying that. That makes me feel a little better about having such gripe because I was about to completely change the show and talk about happy <laughs> stuff. If that if I'm gonna be oh oh angry Ray, all happy time. stuff doesn't get doesn't get clicks and doesn't get views. People don't click on stuff what says everything is awesome. They want the drama. They want the tea. They want the heat. Well, if you do want something that is not quite tea, is awesome and happy and worth your clicks, Ori the Draw did a fantastic interview with Kevin Kelly from New Japan. Go check that out. That's a big deal for her. It's a big deal Mm -hmm. for us. It's a big deal for the Radio Techers family. I know this is a chair shot show, but chair shot and Radio Techers rewrite with each other. Mm -hmm. So uh, shout out to the girl Ori. That's a huge step for her. And I want to make sure that we I promote that as much as I can on anything I'm on. And uh, I want to start with some positivity because it ain't going to be positive about this. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I can only double down in what you said. Uh, um, all that um, that Kevin Kelly stuff stemmed from a conversation we had uh, in that, the pre-record for a, an episode of uh, A Changing Attitude. And uh, Ori was saying, oh, she'd love to get the, the, the thoughts of some of the people who were knocking around at the, the Attitude Era time. Uh, and uh, she remarked that Kevin Kelly had liked one of the, one of the tweets about the show. Um, so me and Tanner essentially pushed her. I said, "Chance your arm. It can only say no." Um, so she did. She put a tweet out, uh, and uh, Kevin Kelly was uh, gracious enough to reply to her uh, when she said, "Oh, I wonder what it take for me to get an interview with Kevin Kelly." And he said, "You you could just ask." Such a great uh, answer. Such yeah, a great answer. So the ball rolled from there, and she she absolutely smashed that interview. She was incredibly nervous, really, really nervous. This is, I think, the first time she's really interviewed anybody uh, of significance in the wrestling uh, community, and she smashed it. I'm really, really proud of her. We love you, Ori. Fantastic stuff. Go check that out. Um, I'm. We've retreated it a million times. You can find it on both of our timelines. You mm-hmm. can find it on the Radio Techers timeline. You can find it on her timeline. Or it's here on the it's here on the Chair Shot um, Network as well. It dropped uh, yesterday. That's what's up. Look look mm-hmm. look at us cross promoting. Let's see that. Okay, happy shit's done. <laughs> um, and I'm 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 a, I'm exaggerating just a smidge because. This, this isn't necessarily some spit your fire. You'll get that on the edge because I have lots of fire to, fire to spit about a few things this week. But I'm massively annoyed, Max. Massively annoyed. Okay. So um, this week, 
uh, because of the World Series coming up or because of baseball in general, baseball playoffs, uh, SmackDown is being preempted from Fox to FS1. Now, I, I know TV here is different than TV there, but to give you an example, I think I've explained to you before that there are essentially four main, but about 10 or so broadcast channels, which you don't have to have cable to have. Everybody, as long as you have a hookup, everybody gets those channels. Mm-hmm. Okay? At cable is all that you have to pay for a cable subscription, right? And FS1 is one of the lower tiered channels on said cable subscription. They don't get very many views. They're in a lot of households, but a lot of people don't really watch it, right? To give you some give you some perspective, on Fox, the same uh, game that's in the in Major, League, Major League Baseball playoffs would get six, seven, eight million viewers. It'll get one or two million viewers in FS1. Mm-hmm. Just because people don't go to that channel. Yeah. So SmackDown has been preempt, preempted to Fox. I believe this is the third or fourth time they're doing that. And in doing that, they announced that we're going to have a Super SmackDown. And right now, both of the rosters are kind of in flux because the, the new rosters don't take change until ne- after next week after Crown Jewel. So you technically have everybody available. So um, the main event, I believe, is Sasha versus. Um, uh, Becky and Brock Lesnar is appearing, and of course you got the the Queen's Court and the King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they also announced that they're gonna go an extra thirty minutes. So instead of from seven p.m. to nine p.m. East uh, Central Time, it's seven p.m. to nine thirty p.m. Central Time. Now, all wrestling fans know SmackDown ends at nine. Rampage for AEW starts at nine, goes from nine to ten. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan took that as a gotcha moment. And said, oh, but I've been waiting for Mm y'all to come at me. I got something for you. Tony Khan then took upon himself to feel, and he audibly tweeted, he he called out WWE and said, I can't wait to beat you, your flagship show, at your game. Now, clearly he's talking about demos, because ain't no way in hell that, (laughs) ain't no way in hell to be getting total viewers. There's no way. I mean, we can we can delve into that right now. Um, so there's been nine episodes of uh, of Rampage so far. Uh, first one was on August the thirteenth. They got seven hundred forty thousand uh, viewers. The next week, which was the Punk uh, debut, they got one point one two nine million. Uh, Amazing numbers. Or the week after, um, 722,000. September 3rd, 696,000. September 10th, 670,000. September 17th, 642,000. September 24th, which was the two hour Grand Slam, 640,000. Uh, October 1st, 622,000. And then, um, last week's as of recording, October 8th, 502. Thousand five hundred and two thousand. So that is week on week since uh, the second episode. That is drop after drop after drop. And from last week, from uh, October first to October the eighth, it's a nineteen percent drop in viewers. So you then mentioned about uh, they'll be looking at demographics. So let's uh, have a quick peek at that. Um, started in August the thirteenth with a, a, a point three then rose to a 0.5 on the 20th, and then it has gone 0.34, 0 0.27, 0.28. Uh, Slam got a 0.29. October 1st was a 0.25, and last week's was a 0.17. Um, so, yeah, the numbers are dropping like, like stones. It's not a good look, and I, even the most ardent AW fans recognize that Rampage isn't a bad show, but number one, they've taped a lot of them mm-hmm. because they're in the same they're in the same uh, city. But, but number two, it's a terrible time slot for a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Friday night at nine o'clock. Many people think they should put it at six, put it before SmackDown, or better yet, y'all already playing WCW cosplay, six oh five Eastern time, mm-hmm. just like the old on Saturdays, just like the old. WCW Saturday night. It's right there for you. 
But I'm glad you gave those numbers to give some context because Tony, Tony, in his own delusional cocaine-riddled mind, believes that he can. He's going to, and I don't know if he really believes this shit or he's just talking the good talk to get to get shit going. Uh, but that he's that he's going to beat them at their own game. Now, he stacked his card as he should. Every card should be stacked. I'm not no qualms with that. With the roster that AEW have, uh, full of superstar talent, every single uh, event should be stacked because Facts. they have the talent to do so. Facts. So the two matches that were announced were CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. And I think mm-hmm. I told you a few weeks ago that Rampage is probably going to be the Punk show like SmackDown initially was the Rock show. Um, makes sense? Yeah, um, and it, it it kind of uh, adds credence to uh, what um, Robin Reigns said a few weeks ago about um, actual needle movers. I mean, I, I know you probably weren't going to touch upon it, but uh, there, was a, there was a big kind of a, um, um, kind of rattling of the hornet's nest on on wrestling Twitter when he said about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan maybe not being needle movers, um, and. It seems that he's wrong. He, I, I don't agree that they're not needle movers because the numbers are proving that they are needle movers. It's just the the issue is the needle is moving in the wrong direction, oh. and and then just to kind of further rub salt in those wounds, um, a news report came out on uh, on from Forbes this week uh, about Mister Mister Reigns. Uh, and he is uh, currently. Let me just find the report. But I, th- I believe I sent it to you. He is yeah, currently, okay. Oh yeah, I've seen it before. Cu- you sent it to me. Trust me. Yeah, he's currently breaking WWE merchandise records uh, in in terms of sales, and he's uh, rivaling the likes of Cena uh, and The Rock and Austin in terms of selling merchandise. So the motherfucker is a needle mover. The guy is a fucking needle mover. It's as simple and clear as that. He's the biggest star in the wrestling world today. Fact. Proven fact. Shout out to Tyson Kidd. Fact. I miss those days. <laughs> um, and yes, Roman, apparently, my tribal chief, has been acknowledged. Um, again, a great... Look, come with the facts. I, I love that. Um... So I believe the matches scheduled for Dynamite for Rampage are Punk versus Seidel. And I know they they uh put it on Dynamite where they announced it on Dynamite that it would be um Jericho, Jake Hager, and Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, Men of the Year, and Junior Dos Santos making his wrestling debut, which mm-hmm. he's done fighting, so I I'm I'm with it. And the draw being since they're in Miami and it's Heritage Night. Game bread, Jorge Masvidal will be at ringside. So, yep. two big matches. I'm not here for Jake Hager, but like those matches are going to be fun. This is so. First of all, I'm already annoyed that Tony Khan is out here talking the good, talking the bullshit. But what has completely just blown my sensical mind, and I'm going to give it to you, Max, is that. I guess in retaliation for WWE, quote unquote, preempting his show, he's going to quote unquote preempt theirs by on YouTube before an uh, hour before, so midway through SmackDown on on YouTube live, commercial free. He's doing the buy-in, which you know is their pre-show name for their pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Yep, with Lee Moriarty versus Bobby Fish. And Brian Danielson versus Minoru freaking Suzuki. So has that been confirmed that that's on the buy-in? That's on the buy-in. That has been confirmed. Tweeted out by Tony. That feels, uh, as someone who enjoys both uh, AEW and NXT, that feels, it, it smacks of desperation. It feels like Hogan versus Goldberg uh, in the Georgia Dome where you throw in the biggest things that you can get out there. I mean, we um, 
we spoke uh, about the numbers recently and how they they're dropping like stone. And me and you've had private conversations about how uh, it feels now that AEW. Um, um, are falling more and more into WCW traps. Um, they oh, yeah. are getting they're getting way um, less returns for the investments that they're making. They're throwing uh, massive debuts at us week in, week out, and yet the numbers are still on a downward trajectory. Um, and it, it, I mean, I have no problem with somebody um, talking their 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 product up. The, you want to promote your product. You want people to have eyes on your product. The the issue I have is you are you are lying to the 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 viewers that that this is the hottest thing to watch because the view the numbers are are so bad. That's so so bad for for your uh, essentially your SmackDown rival show, and you're getting a quarter of the views of of SmackDown. On a on a, a channel with very similar viewer numbers, it's it's it almost smells of desperation from Tony Khan. Now it may just be cocaine fueled. He may hmm. just uh, he may just kind of trying to put his big boy pants on. But yeah, I just get the feeling that this is the the same kind of tropes that WCW did back in the day where they uh wanted to challenge WC uh WWF uh when um Eric Bischoff was saying I want prime time uh on TBS I want this I want to start four minutes early I want to give away their results is that what we're getting to are we going to get to the point where um Tony Khan is is giving away news of WWE because it's a uh, uh, it's part of this kind of rivalry that he's, he's formulating. And it's a very, very one-sided rivalry as well because um, you are hearing nothing at all from uh, from the WWE's part. Yeah, they may have preempted the show, but there's legitimate reasons behind that. And it just seems like he's shouting into the void uh, and trying to rile up his very niche group of fans on, on Twitter. And it, and it proves that the niche... With the numbers that they're getting on a week-to-week basis for Rampage, it's it's all well and good being the loudest uh, dog in the park, but when you haven't got those numbers to back it up, you you, you look like an idiot. And and for the record, even if WWE is doing this to say fuck you, AW, you chose to put your show directly after theirs. Mm-hmm. So like it'd be different if they moved their show to fuck with yours, which what people think people think NST did that, right? Mm-hmm. NXT was always on with always on Wednesdays at seven o'clock. They just moved move networks, but nonetheless, yeah. that is much closer to them trying to preempt you than this because they they have established Friday seven to nine. You put your show at nine, so when they go over, you can't be mad. Now, stream of consciousness. If you need to stop me, stop me. But I'm just gonna I'm just stream of consciousness situation here now. I want to explain to the people why this bothers me. I I, I I am a child of the Attitude Era, as you are. Um, so I remember those days very vividly, DX going on the take. Um, Eric Bischoff challenging Vince to the fight, giving away Foley's title reign, title win. Like, I remember all this stuff. Now, mm-hmm. I need you to understand something. In 1998, I was 10 years old. I'm 33. I'm not a fucking child anymore. The shit that I liked when I was 10, or the shit I thought was cool when I was 10... Ain't so cool no more. I am grown and I don't need the drama in my life at this point where I appreciate competition, but I don't need you. I don't need the billionaires to be out here talking shit about the other. It does not make me happy. It does not Mm -hmm. make me interested. It doesn't do anything for me. If it does something for you, cool. And I'm not about to begrudge you for what makes you more of a fan. But for me, it it looks tacky. It looks desperate, it looks ridiculous, and it looks stupid. In a situation like this, it makes you makes your show look bad because when the numbers come out, and if and when SmackDown throttles your bitch ass, what the fuck were you doing? He was making the fan base a very uh, niche, uh, very kind of a separated, uh, ridiculed at times fan base. He was making them choose. 
which side to 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 go on because yep. there are a hell of a lot of fans who aren't involved in this ridiculous uh wrestling twitter or rwc uh community that we're involved in who would happily watch both shows when you are making fans choose you are going to be the loser, especially when the, the numbers are proving that you are losing those fans hand over fist. You aren't retaining the, the core audience that you've got now. Um, if you're making then that core audience then choose, well, I, I really want to watch SmackDown. Am I going to am, am I gonna follow the crowd and, and miss AEW uh, Rampage now? He, he's going to... Is going to have a shit fit when he's getting sub five hundred next week. If he gets sub five hundred, my god. Um, now, again, stream of consciousness. If you need to stop me, stop me. But I want to explain to people when I talk about this stuff. Some people make fun of me or laugh about it because they feel like it's not that big a deal, or they're all you're all doom and gloom for no reason. Let me explain to you this my issue with it. And I'm going to give you an analogy. Just a few days ago, Fansided's Daily DDT. Fansided is a major, major online publication. Their mm-hmm. wrestling site, Daily DDT, which I've applied to work for. Major, major site. Tons of views, verified all this. One of their writers, and I won't say his name because I'm not trying to diss the dude. I don't know the guy. But one of their writers wrote a, wrote a column that's named. And this is, but it's important. That, um, you'll see my point. And I know you know the point, but you guys listen yeah. to see my point. Britt Baker undoubtedly now, undoubtedly now surpasses the four horsewomen in popularity. Now, this is again that fan cited in Daily DDT. I yes, I get it. It's an it's opinion site, whatnot. But it the viewers it has, people read these articles. And take what's on these articles because so much of what's being put on there is news. And they take it as fact, right? So now people are people are gonna take this and use it as evidence to say Britt Baker is better and more popular than the four horsewomen. Now, let me give you some context. Sasha Banks, the fourth horsewoman of Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte in the WWE. Let's give some context to this whole thing about popularity sasha banks just is a major character on a show that just won an emmy Mm -hmm. okay becky lynch until she had her baby was if not the biggest clearly the second biggest star in wwe in terms of merchandise sales in terms of of time on screen in terms of quarter hours and draws Headlining, she, headlining WrestleManias. WrestleMania. The, the the first female to be on uh, the cover of a WWE uh, video game. Not to mention, she's guested on major shows too. Mm-hmm. Okay, Charlotte Flair is a flair. I really should not say shit else, but if you want to get some facts to that, Charlotte Flair has been the face of the Fox move. Charlotte Flair has done every. TV show, I'm talking like in, like um uh interview show, there is to do basically, except for Jimmy Fallon. She's dead and done all of them, right? Again, also, she's a fucking flair. Th- and lastly, Bailey is the least popular of the four. Yes, but there was a point where Bailey sold more merch than John Cena. In mm-hmm. fact, if we're talking over the long haul since they started to now, Bailey sold more merch than all of them, probably. Yeah, she had the 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 most vocal fan base. I would have said up, up, up until uh, Becky really hit yeah. the man gimmick. I think yeah. uh, Bailey's fan base was was massive. I mean, uh, the the stuff with Izzy that yep. that broke into mainstream. Um, yep. So. Um, I, I I understand keeping for your favorite. I absolutely do. Um, but you make a, a massively valid point that um, that fansided and and daily DDT are primarily a news uh, outlet. Um, whilst they do opinion pieces, 
uh, and after reading the 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 piece that that you are that you're talking about, this isn't labelled as an opinion piece. Nope. This is he, the the title of it is Britt Baker undoubtedly, undoubtedly uh, now surpasses the four horsewomen in popularity. Yep, ridiculous, ridiculous comment. So yep. um, let's and all, just... and all due respect to Britt because that's the worst part about this is she gets slandered in this whole thing and she's fantastic. I'm sorry. Yes, this is no slight on on Britt Baker whatsoever. I think her rise over the last uh, 18 months from somebody who really struggled with the weight of uh, of uh, being the face of the AEW division. Um, getting injured, which was arguably the best thing that happened to her because it gave her time to focus on her being a character. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's an argument to be made that she was the star of of AEW in the the COVID era. Um, That being said, let's let's talk some numbers. So Dr. Britt Baker, DMD uh, on Twitter, Mm -hmm. at Real Mm -hmm. Britt Baker, total followers... Two hundred and forty-eight thousand. Okay. Right? So you said Bailey was probably the the least popular uh, sure. of, uh, of um, um, the four, the four women. Yes, sir. So she has got one point six million. Hmm. So all, already we we zero and one. So okay. Then let's go Sasha. She gets the uh, probably the most amount of grief. Uh, she's got two point two million. Hmm. Right, so then let's go for Charlotte Flair. Oh, Charlotte Flazier, as I've spelt it with my absolute massive sausage fingers. But Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, two million. So even she's lacking behind uh, Sasha Banks, which you can understand. Sasha has just been in The Mandalorian. Uh, She's arguably one of the biggest crossover stars that we've seen in WWE uh, over the last few years. Um, Yes. Let's go for the man. Recently come back to, to WWE. Again, hmm. wow. Sasha beats the man, but the man has also got two million. So hmm. the closest that Britt Baker gets to any of those is still 1.4 million followers behind. And that's just Twitter. If we uh, looked into Instagram, um, Facebook, all, all the, all the social media. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really do take umbrage with, with articles that pass opinion off as fact. Um, it's, it's a real bugbear. Does that mean that Britt Baker isn't an amazing wrestler, that she isn't no. one of the most popular does wrestlers in AEW? That. It yeah. does not mean that at all. What it means is that the headline is bullshit. It's in simple, clear, this guy uh, is bullshitting a headline. And you may be asking right now, Ray, Max, why are you bringing that up in the first place? The reason I bring that up is because equating it to Tony Khan and what, he, and what he's done and what he's doing. Right now, the wrestling Twitter sphere, the IWC, is as disgusting and toxic as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And the reason it is that way, the reason I... Rance Morris, fuck my fuck my Twitter name. I abhor Dave Meltzer, is because these things are thrown to the IWC, knowing that people are gonna latch on to them, and they're using opinion and conjecture as fact to make their points, which mm-hmm. just divides this community because nobody can baseline say, well, this is fact. Unequivocally, someone's gonna sit. If if I have one argument with one person, I can have a I can argue with a thousand people. One person's gonna use that 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 article saying, "Well, Britt Baker's more popular than Four Horsewomen." There's not a metric that exists. Britt Baker, Britt Baker got into wrestling because of the Four Horsewomen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there, there's a, a an old adage um, that that goes something like, "Men will laugh." Women will lie. Numbers, don't numbers, lie. numbers will never lie, and the numbers don't don't lie. Uh, as as amazing uh, of a transformation Britt Baker's had, the numbers don't lie. 
and it spells disaster for a rampage. Oh, well, shout out to shout out to, shout out to uh, Bron's uncle. Uh, <laughs> so getting back to getting back to Tony, I only wanted to sh- explain explain to you why this stuff bothers me so much. And getting back to Tony, what he's doing now, I don't begrudge him for promoting his product. That's what he should do. Mm-hmm. I don't like when you call out the other, and that's this is just in general. I don't like when one company calls out the other. I didn't like it when Vince said blood and guts, but you know what? You know, ultimately, given all the things that AW says about him, that's very, very small. Mm-hmm. People still to this day try to cite, well, Triple H said a piss and company. Yes, Triple H said piss and company in relation to Billy Gunn, one of their trainers, who was on their on WWE's screen making a joke about not working there. But you'll never add that and, part. And he said that two years ago. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Sami Zayn, which is always still referenced now, uh, he mentioned AW two years ago. I don't even see that reference. That's a great point. Yeah, I AW, AW's uh, last mention of WWE on programming, the oh, sorry, the last dig at WWE on their programming was last week. <laughs> I was about was to say, yeah, Arn Anderson uh, essentially uh, slating. Um, Corda, uh, for for do you want to go back to having a star on your face? And I really took um, kind of offence with that because he was a producer for WWE at that time. The main he was he was in those meetings. He was uh, there when those ideas are pitched, when the the storylines are formulated, and this motherfucker. Didn't pull his Glock out and smatter anyone's brains across the concrete. He sat down, he took the paychecks, and he agreed with it. It's only after he left the company that he suddenly was was so offended about it that it needed to be brought up in the storyline. It's so annoying. It's so so annoying. The 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 duplicitous the duplicitousness of some of these talents uh, when they hop to uh, AEW, they show their true face. And that's why I've got so much respect for Daniel Bryan, yeah. um, because he came out uh, when he came to uh, AW originally and said, um, "I love Vince McMahon. Uh, he, um, he, the only problem is he was so protective of me uh, that I feel I had to go somewhere else to 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 uh, essentially do do what I want." And then he said this week. Um, the reason why he was uh, he was um, held back in WWE is because he lied about his his CTE, and that that that's why he couldn't get cleared to wrestle because it was him that lied to WWE uh, to yeah. to try and get clearance. But but WWE is the big bad. WWE is the they're holding back my favorites, and uh, these wrestlers have had to leave the company to be able to wrestle again. Um, oh, Mags. Brian Brian was retired because they wanted to push Roman Reigns. Remember? Yes, that is also very very true. It's it's ridiculous, and it and it harkens back to exactly what you said. Somebody has an opinion or a viewpoint, and it gets repeated so much that it becomes a fact. And the fact is that Daniel Bryan was held back, and nobody wanted to push him in WWE, and it was only because of the fans that that uh, that they got pushed. And you have covered this point time and time again. Those fans were worked into that because Daniel Bryan was always the plan. Always the plan. I'm saying, man. <sighs> so let's pivot. I want to pivot to the buy-in part mm-hmm. because, again, I don't begrudge him for promoting his show. I just I hate the fact that he's calling out WWE. Number one, I don't like seeing that in any capacity. That doesn't do anything for me as a fan. If anything, by the way, let me mention this real quick. At a certain point, if I'm watching a show, if I'm what if I'm watching um The Walking Dead, right? No, better yet, let me give a more a more um pertinent example, a more relevant example. If I'm watching the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, 
You know who that is, right? Yeah, I know who Jimmy Fallon is. Okay. And the whole show, he's dissing Stephen Colbert and The Late Show. Okay. Why am I watching Jimmy Fallon? Exactly. Would I just want to go watch Stephen Colbert? Yeah. It, it's... I, just, I, I just don't. Right? I'm, am I am I am I off on that? If I'm no. watching, if I'm watching the the NBA, and all all they're talking about in the game the whole time is how much the NBA is better than the NFL, and the NFL mm-hmm. sucks, and this and that. I should just watch the NFL. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk I, about the all damn show. And, and we've had this conversation before. Um, AEW have got a, a very rich, very deep talent pool. There is absolutely no reason to score points against a company that that isn't really putting out the same kind of product that you're putting out. You no. are appealing to uh, uh, the 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 indie kids, the the the, the kind of um, work rate style wrestling fans. If you and watch Raw, they're clearly not doing the same show. Yeah, exactly. So focus on that. Focus on what makes your product the best because it, it has the potential to be the best wrestling show uh, on 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 God's green earth. Yeah. But when you're you're uh, Always nipping at the at the competition, you're putting the competition in people's minds. You're saying, "Well, yeah, why are they have why are they digging at them?" I, I might go and check that show out to see why they they they're having these issues with with uh, with WWE. And you you you're splitting your electorate. It, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And and I'll be I'll I'll go as far to say this: if your if your digs were proving factually tangibly that more people are watching because you're doing it mm-hmm. that i could hate it all i want but i couldn't say shit give me the numbers one more time again okay so let me get those numbers up um that last week's was five hundred and two thousand. so um I'll, I'll i'll give it another way so um let's get a calculator out um oh we good we, we're doing numbers well, if I can find my bloody calculator. Um, calculator. So what did we start with? 1.129 million. That's not what, the first one. The first one was 700 something. No, but we're, we're, we're giving the benefit of the doubt. The, okay. Okay. The, so start with first. I'm with you. So 1.129. Wow. I pressed the wrong ass button there. This is going to take some good editing by Mr. Cash here. This is um, fantastic podcasting. It is. 1.129 and so then we lost we went to 722 so that's a loss of 407,000 week one so 722 to 696 I mean even I can work that out that's a loss of 26,000 Week two, mm-hmm. twenty six thousand again. Week three, um, twenty eight thousand. Week four, uh, yeah. week five, two thousand, which is okay. essentially the same number. Yeah. Uh, week six, um, twenty on oh no, eighteen thousand, and then last week, a hundred and twenty thousand. So the numbers aren't lying, Tony. The, the product is great. I mean, Rampage is probably not as good as Dynamite for, for no. me. It, it definitely feels kind of like a... Filler. Uh, yeah, very 205 live. But like I said, it's a, a CM Punk uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm. But if you're losing more than 600,000 from the Punk debut to to current current numbers, that's more than 50% of your viewers are clearly not that interested in Punk. Or something is up, and I don't, I, I can't put my finger on it because I don't want to put a put blame on one person. But something mm-hmm. is up. Let's get let's talk about the buy-in real quick. Um, now, I understand. I've always been a person that believes that you save big matches for a certain point. Now, there are big matches you give away, but there are certain big matches you want to save for people to have to pay for. Right? Mm-hmm. We're in a world now where. You just throw matches out there because TV is king and not pay-per-view anymore. I've accepted that. I still feel weird about it, but I've accepted that. Now, there's a difference to me, though. 
somebody's gonna sit here and say I'm full of shit. Okay, there's a difference to me though between booking major matches on your major shows and booking what many fans would have considered a dream match to spite another fucking company. Mm-hmm. Now, there is no, I don't, I will fight you to, I will fight somebody, literally, if you want to sit here and argue me that Daniel Bryan versus Minoru Suzuki isn't one, a hot shot match. I didn't know Suzuki was still in the States. And two, it's not directly booked to this Vince McMahon. I'm going to take your guy who you got popular and you made a superstar and you had headline WrestleMania three times and I'm going to put him on free TV on YouTube against this legend while your show is on just because I don't like that you put 30 minutes of your show in mine. Yeah. I mean, so that's 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 such a bitch move to me. Yeah, like like you said, if this was a match that you had uh, planned even for uh, a couple of weeks, because Suzuki's been in the the US now, what about three four weeks maybe? Yeah. Um. So it's it's likely that that, and we all know that Daniel Bryan wanted to face Suzuki. He's made it abundantly clear that he wanted a New Japan run, and Suzuki was on the top of that list. Yeah. Um, so if 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 you knew that this was this was um, happening, you would have promoted it as soon as possible. It would have been on last week's Dynamite. Next week we're having Daniel Bryan versus Suzuki. He dropped the news today, like two and a half days before Rampage. Why? Why? If you had that in your back pocket, you would be you would be promoting that to the hill. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely um, hot shot booking. It's definitely what WCW used to do. Um, and like it or not, fans have to realize that, that, that Tony Khan is, is falling into these traps time and time and time again, taking on every single person who he's, he's released from WWE, hot shotting programming, uh, fall, um, basically um, moving programming about so he's he's. Uh, head to head with with uh, with his competition, mentioning them all the time in in press junkets and 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 Twitter. Yeah, it's uh, it's so eerily similar, so eerily similar. Uh, and at the time, I'm I was like you. It was cool. It was it was the the hot thing to do. But times are not the not the same anymore. It's not the same. We've aged. We've grown as wrestling fans and. And now we're being essentially forced to choose. And, um, yeah, I don't think I'm down with that. I'm definitely not down with it in a world where I have access to everything at the drop of a hat or mm-hmm. the press of a button. Uh, but it's some the, the, the thing about me that bothers me most about Danielson versus Suzuki is this. If it was something you were doing that was going to further your business, even if it was hot-shotted, I could hate it all I want. I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on good business. I cannot like it, but I can acknowledge word to Roman that is mm-hmm. good business. Throwing it on YouTube. How is that helping any form of your business? You're killing. You're killing the potential quarter hour it could give one of your shows. Mm-hmm. Right. You're bringing attention now. If I'm a full disclosure, if I'm a wrestling fan. That's the only match of the whole night I give a fuck about. So why would I watch Rampage when I got the match I wanted? And you could watch it after SmackDown on YouTube. That's the craziest thing about it. Don't want to get on YouTube. And and that and this is the this is the thing that hold on real quick. This is the thing about YouTube because they did they put they pulled this lie on us um for dark and elevation when they first debuted. Talking about all the numbers that these shows got. You and I did this. As of the showtime, nobody was watching. But as you know with YouTube, the numbers never stop. So three weeks later, you got four or five million views. Of course, people, AW Dark did five million views. No, it didn't. It did 200,000, if that, while the show was on. So I, I, I've already said, I've refused to support this petulant child and his attention-grabbing Mommy, mommy, 
pay attention to me moment. And I'm not going to watch Brian versus Brian versus um, Suzuki until next week. So I don't want, I'm serious because look, and I, 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 I get it. I'm not, I, the WWE has been the devil for the longest. I get it as a company, but they don't insult my intelligence in a way, in a way, and I, fans are going to say, yes, they do. Rest the, the shit in the fucking ring is subjective. As a business, they don't insult my intelligence. Tony Khan is literally telling me I'm a fool and saying, he's literally stealing my wallet out of my pocket and saying, hey, I got a wallet for sale. I'm not, I'm not a, it's 20, 20, 2021, even Ringling Brothers went out of business. There ain't no circuses no more. <laughs> Ringling Brothers, brilliant. The corners are dead. There's no, there's no there's, it doesn't exist. So, um, you mentioned, um, AW Dark, uh, Dark Elevation. Um, do you remember when Tony and um, and the team of uh, AW said that those shows were going to be so different that they were they were not essentially just a um, dynamite lap? Well, that turned out to be a big fat bullshit. Uh, but, we do that. but let's let's again numbers don't lie. Let's break into numbers. Uh, so. What's what would you say is um, a very rough uh, average that um, NXT gets over in a week? Right now, mm-hmm. six fifty. Six fifty. Okay. So, um, would you say in terms of scale uh, compared to Raw and SmackDown that the NXT is essentially dark or dark elevation? Because you'd have Dynamite as probably as Raw. Well, actually now probably more like SmackDown with it being the flagship. You'd have Rampage as the Raw. Yeah. And for me, I'd say if you if you joined uh, Dark and Dark Elevation, that essentially becomes a third brand uh, at NXT. Especially now that they've rebooted and it's back to, de- to developmental again, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So currently now watching, uh, and it's premiering now, uh, the episode of Dark for this week. How many people are watching live? We're recording this on a Tuesday evening, y'all. So that's what mm-hmm. he means by live. That's Dark Elevation, right? No, Dark Elevation was yesterday. Oh, Dark I'll get, okay, well, I'll get to that. I mean, look, man, there's Dark Elevation, Dark Beneath the Sheets, Dark, you know, <laughs> A, the motion in the ocean. There's so many darks. So, dark chocolate. Dark, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Mark Henry's show. Um, Oof, don't, don't get started on him. Um, <laughs> a lot of stories coming out about Mr. Mark Henry, and uh, oh, a lot yeah. of people saying uh, Leo Rush was right, Jordan Miles was right, but that's a, that's for another tale. But yes, so go on. Um, how many people are currently now watching AW Dark live? So I I, I know I'm going to overshoot this, but I want to give them some respect. A hundred thousand. You think a hundred thousand people are watching it live now? I don't, but I w- I want to be respectful and not low, no, okay. not lowball them. So let's say a hundred thousand. That's it's definitely not lowballing. It's eight point nine thousand. Figgy fuck. Yeah. Yesterday's episode of Dark Elevation, which I think was headlined by Ruby Soho. Um, FTR versus Lee Moriarty and somebody else was on that show too. So yeah, um, that's a nice. So that's a fun match. Ty Conte was on the match as well, on the the show as well. Um, okay. That got two hundred and forty nine thousand views so far. Um, and that's from from the moment they debuted yesterday at what six or seven to mm-hmm. right now. So that's a full twenty four hours later. So let's go a week ago. Last week's dark. Three hundred and sixty nine. Thousand, so that's people have had a full week to watch that, yeah. and it's still got less than half a million. Um, Dark Elevation a week ago, 319,000. Going back a couple of weeks now, so Dark a couple of weeks ago, 366,000. Uh, Dark Elevation did great numbers. Um, that did uh, two weeks ago, 506,000. I mean, that's it, pretty level to what Rampage did. Can you do something but, for me? I'll try for me. Can you tell me what the last B and the Elite did? I'm curious to see what the what the correlation or the the, the difference is. 
So I think they, an episode of that dropped yesterday. Yesterday um, or a couple days ago, yeah, because I saw so, the, what 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 the homie John Alba said is the greatest entrance ever. It's some bullshit. It's stupid. Okay, so um, yesterday's is two fifteen. Um, the week before two forty nine. They they seem to be averaging around two hundred and fifty, and then they'll get uh they'll get uh ones that that, that jump out. Uh, right, because so they have major yeah. stuff in them, yeah. So that like four weeks ago when Adam Cole essentially made his debut on back on uh, BTE, they got a couple of sparks, 436 and uh, 567K. But it, it quickly dropped back. Uh, some points they were even struggling to hit 150K. Um, and So what you're telling me is that a bullshit clip show that started something to do while they were making the towns in Japan is makes comparable numbers to your YouTube shows. Okay. Uh, it, and it goes deeper than that because being the elite uh, has 503,000 subscribers. Okay. AW um, Wrestling YouTube channel has 2.77 million. So they've got wow, five times the subs. They've got more than five times the subs and are not uh, managing to just just be sneaking ahead of of essentially the 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 vlogs the 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 road stories do one more thing for me one more thing for me go to ww.com not that com not that com i mean that they're, they're, they're youtube and i want you to just do a quick scroll of all of the clips from yesterday's world because again i know this comes out on thursday we're doing this on tuesday inside baseball I want you to tell me what the what the the least YouTube view of one of the clips from that show yesterday was. If you if you can figure it out, because it's it's gonna be no more than ten or twelve. Uh, okay, so they they put a hell of a lot of content out. Um, oh, was it is more than I thought it was? Uh, no, in terms of just uh, amount of videos, I mean, there's uh, NXT 2.0 videos. There is um, oh right, 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 right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Spanish well, language videos. Um, so the the latest raw video that they put out was the top ten raw moments from from uh, yes uh, Monday's episode, and that uh, was four hours ago. And it's got 111,000 views. Um, they put on a couple of classic matches, which have got around 250,000 views. Uh, but then if we look at actual clips from, from Raw, uh, 19 hours ago, uh, Drew McIntyre drops Big E with a Claymore, uh, 909,000 views. Um, and that's three minutes and 12 seconds of a clip. Yeah, essentially. I'm, I'm with you now. Mansoor so, blindsides, I mean, Mustafa Ali blindsides Mansoor with the best stage attack. 215k, yeah. John Morrison taps into his cheat. 160k. Bianca, Natalia, 20, Bianca Bella, Sasha Banks versus Becca and Charlotte. Uh, that's a five-minute video. 594,000. So just hold, just hold your thoughts there, because when I say that y'all bitch about the numbers for Raw. But you see the numbers of a three-second clip of their match does more numbers than the whole Darker Elevation show. So let's go to... I mean, this has gone way longer than we... we ever, We're about we to end, I of, promise you, because I was serious. Like, I got to go eat, you got to go to sleep. We're about so to I, So our points need to be made here. So I've gone to... Um, Social Blade. People know Social Blade as uh, as one of the places to to get analytics for um, all social media, uh, mainly for YouTube. But you can also get it for, for for things like Twitter. So today, today, um, let's get the date up. So we are on the the twelfth. The, the, the uh, numbers go from so they're essentially twenty four hours behind. But um, yes. yesterday they got WWE got. 29.5 million views for a total so far of 63 billion views. Um, so that's WWE, yep. So let's try all elite wrestling. I mean, I know the, these numbers are it, it's hyperbole, it's uh, it's just interesting to look at. This AEW should have nowhere near the numbers that, that uh, that WWE have. But their last uh, 
their last um, count, they got 1.5 million. So 20 hmm. times the numbers. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Crab BTE. Let's see if that channel's on there. Oh, whoa, that's a totally different BTE. Being the elite. Uh-huh. So being the elite, their their last count was 180,000 in one day. So, yeah, the, the WE are a, a, a content creating machine. All right, but one more numbers thing. Numbers don't lie. Uh, the, well, there's there's the rap song. Uh, what was it, Jay Z? I think, or was it Yo Gotti? Uh, when women lie, men lie. Women lie, men lie. Numbers don't lie. Uh, yeah. So that's the saying we all know. Doesn't matter what culture you're from. Last thing I want to say, and we can get out of here, and I'll I'll throw it to you. But the I think the biggest issue with all of this is that Tony Khan, and I don't begrudge it because he's done a fantastic job. By and large, with AEW, I think he's shown a fantastic ability to pivot when necessary. He's done a lot of really good things, mm-hmm. but I think the biggest issue is, and we've called him a money mark because he is. But the biggest issue is this is this is essentially he's he didn't get into the business because he wanted the business to be great, and maybe that's part of it. But he got into the business because he wanted to live out a fantasy that he always had. Yeah, absolutely. Right? He said that I was a kid. Something he said made me think of that because he said he was talking about the competition between companies, you know, for example, uh, Raw, uh, WWE and WCW because Tony's a little a little older than me and probably right along with you. Um, but so he's in our essential gener- essentially our generation. But he said, I want to get back to the competition that we had when I was a kid. You are trying to relive something that you liked when you were younger. Mm-hmm. My dude, that was 30 years ago. 20, 30 years ago. The business everything, has changed. Everything from 20, 30 years ago ain't good. John Gruden just got fired for emails 10 years ago. This is not it's because what he said 10 years ago, what he said completely was as, as bullshit as it can be. But 10 years ago, you probably would have been as mad about it as you are now. Mm-hmm. It's a different 10, 20 years ago, gay people couldn't get married. Correct. So like, everything was different. So you want to bring that back? That's the of all the stuff that happened in the attitude era. What you want to bring back is the, the companies warring against each other. Mind you, the reason they fought against each other wasn't because they were in their space, wasn't because they want to be the best. I want to be the best. You want to be the best. It was because the loser was going to lose their company. Mm-hmm. WCW was out of business a year after the war ended. WWE literally was, Vince was paying people out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. He was days away from going bankrupt. Literally. Mm-hmm. So like the, the, the audacity, the unmitigated gall of you two fester this fake facade of a war to placate your cocaine-riddled ego slaps and, me in the face as a fan. And and what what is is the most ironic uh, for me at least is he portrays himself as as one of the people he gives one the fans them. what they want. Yep. He's worth six billion. Six billion. He is not one of us. He's no. not one of us. He buys people like us. He trades people like us. So when I was a kid, <laughs> what I asked for as a kid, I wanted to go to the wrestling show. If I was lucky, in fact, I never went to a wrestling show until I was old enough to buy my own ticket. For the record, <laughs> keep that a buck. But <clears throat> excuse me, well, I'm I'm not gonna answer that. Fuck it. When, but right, that was angry cough. (laughs) It was, yeah. God was like, "Slow down, young man." Um, (laughs) But if I wanted to, it was it'd be a big deal for me to get to the Toyota Center or back in the day the Summit or the Compact Center or the Astrodome. Right, it's a huge deal for Tony. Tony grew up in outside of Chicago. Right, his what he wanted he wanted to go see wrestling shows. His dad would fly him. 
on his private jet to the show, to the show of his choosing. We are not the same. We are not. So, so he asked his dad, "Dad, can I have a wrestling company? Can I have the keys to the to the Leah?" So we can right. uh, we can fly halfway across the world to go and watch my favorite wrestlers. Pardon oh, me, yeah. dear father. Out of the people. <laughs> Pardon me, dear father, but I know that I am the 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 vice president of your Fulham Football Club, and I know that I am the vice president of your Jacksonville Jaguars Football Club. But if you don't mind, dear father, will you please loan me a billion dollars so I can start a wrestling company? Why, sure, son. You're going to get it when I die anyway. We are not the same, bro. No. We not the same. No. Absolutely not. All right. We can go. We can, we can go home now. <laughs> I'm at this Ray Cash. Mags at Father Mags. We out of here. This motherfucker to piss me off. Go to go to Pro Wrestling Cheese slash the chair shot and pick up some merchandise because we actually need the money. Tony Khan. <laughs> we don't need it. We need that money. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, this has been Ray. I've been Mags. Enjoy the rest of your nap. <laughs>